Hi and welcome to another episode of Monday Chat with Olushe. Hello and welcome to Monday Chat with Olushe, where we share with you about all things faith, motherhood, family and life. It's a beautiful day and I cannot wait to dive into today's topic with you. Today, our one word is priorities. If you missed the last episode on this series on rest, I'll encourage you to pause this right now and go back, catch up on that first episode on rest and then come back and finish this. In the last episode, we looked at how rest is not a destination, but a lifestyle. Alright, so for those who are ready to pack their bags and go and take a vacation, go on holiday, we looked at how you can create a culture of rest in your everyday life. And so we're going to continue in that same series today and we're going to be looking at priorities. We are going to be taking a look at a scripture, a very familiar scripture actually, and it is a story of Mary and Martha in the book of Luke chapter 10 verses 38 to 42. Luke chapter 10 from verses 38 to 42. Take a look into God's word and let's read together and then we'll share with you the lessons for today. Luke chapter 10. I'm going to read from verse 38 to 42. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things but few things are needed, or indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Profound scripture. And I'm gonna be sharing with you a few of my lessons from this scripture on the topic of rest. All right, I know that the story of Mary and Martha has been very widely spoken about, and I would dare to say today, it is often usually misinterpreted to mean that Mary was like the saint and Martha was the one who didn't really care about Jesus. Is that really true? Can all of us find a bit of Mary and Martha in our lives? What does Mary and Martha's story have to do with the subject of rest? First thing I want you to notice in the scripture is that it says, Martha opened her home to Jesus. Think about it. Imagine that if Martha didn't open her home to Jesus, Mary would not even have had the opportunity to be able to host Jesus, not to speak of sitting at his feet to listen, right? So Martha is not all bad as we make her to seem. She was the one that opened her home 
to Jesus. She was a hospitable person. She wanted Jesus Christ in her space. Same as you today. A lot of us have this desire for intimacy with Jesus. We have this desire for a lifestyle, um, you know, of, cult of just cultivating this lifestyle of staying with, with the Lord. You want a deeper relationship with Jesus and you want to enter into his rest. But like all of us, we start off with good intentions. What happens as we go along? A lot of times we get distracted by the things that are supposed to be the good things drawing us closer to Jesus. Martha was trying her best to host the, the Lord Jesus Christ, right? In her home, give him food, take care of him. But she was distracted by the activities that led to her hosting Jesus Christ in her home. Aren't we all like that? Don't we all get distracted sometimes by the very good things that are supposed to be a way for us to draw closer to Jesus? Even the good things in our lives can be a distraction. And I love how this story progresses. And I'm going to share with you four things that I took away from this story of Mary and Martha, especially on the subject of this. was the fact that Martha, with her good intentions, felt a distraction in her life because she did not prioritize her relationship with the Lord. So number one thing I'm gonna to say to you is this, do an audit of your life, of your time, and your priorities, and ask yourself, what am I truly spending my time on? You know, I love how Jesus Christ gently chastised Martha here. And he said, Martha, Martha, you are worried about many things. How about you focus on the few things or maybe only one thing? Some of us have to do an audit of our lives and take a look at the things you're doing. Like they, they look good, they look beautiful, but are they going to distract you from focusing on the master? Are they going to stop you from operating from a place of rest, a place of rhythm of rest with Jesus? Remember the last time we talked about the rhythm of rest? It is a rhythm that the Savior himself wants to teach you. But how often do you make room in your life, in all of your busy schedule, to spend time to learn at his feet? So what are you spending your time on? It is something that you need to ask yourself. What am I really doing? My second lesson, you need to identify our priorities. What are your own few things? Jesus Christ was very particular about this thing. He says, only few things matter. Indeed, maybe only one. What are your few things? I can't define your few things for you. You can't define mine for me. Based on my own journey with the Lord, based on my own purpose and walk in, 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 in life, God will specifically speak to my heart and tell me, in this season of your life, these should be your few things. So what are your few things? Take time today, pray over it, and let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart and show you what your few things are. What are your few things? Or what is your one thing? Maybe for you it's one thing that God is asking you to focus on in this season of life. 
This is a way that you're going to be able to create a habit, a lifestyle, a rhythm of rest for yourself. Number three lesson that I learned from the story of Maria and Martha, that I hope you're learning as well, I mean, I feel like this one is the most important one. And I want you to be very particular about how you take it. Protect your priorities. Like the world, everybody around you is going to want to fight for these priorities in your life. Everybody else and all the noise in the world is going to want to tell you about what you should make priority. Social media, your friends, even your family members are going to sometimes force you into adopting their priorities as your priorities. You need to fight with your very life to protect those priorities that God has shown you are your priorities, right? Protect them with everything you have within you. Protect them with, with your lifestyle. Protect them with the choices you make, the things you say yes to and the things you say no to. Don't be afraid to say no to things that are not going to be in line with your priorities, with those few that God has highlighted to you. It's like when you have a to-do list, you have a must-do, a should-do, or maybe you have one for maybe. Your priority should be on your to-do list, must-do list. And the other things that come along the way should be less priority to you. Protect your priorities with your life at every cost. Guard those priorities. Don't let the world tell you what your priorities should look like. My number four lesson from the story of Mary and Martha is you need to be radical about guarding your space and your rest. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews that we should labor to enter into rest. It means you have to be radical. You have to take your rest by force. You need to tell yourself, I'm going to be radical about guarding my space and ensuring that I operate from the place of rest no matter what the noise around me is saying. It is up to me to determine that I will be radical about guarding my space and guarding my heart and not letting anything else step into that space and put me in chaos. No, I choose to operate from a place of rest. Labor to enter into rest. Labor means an active pursuit, an active desire, a, a, a determination within your heart, a desire to be radical about how you guard your place of rest. It is so important. So if you're going to be able to step into rest, those four things are the things that you need to do. Do an audit of your life, your time, and your priorities. Identify your priorities, your few things, or your one thing. Number three, protect those priorities in your life at all costs. And number four, be radical about guarding your space and ensuring that you labor to enter into rest. I really hope that today I've been able to share with you a few things that I'm learning on my journey of rest. And as the Holy Spirit is teaching me, uh, you know, to cultivate this lifestyle of rest for myself, I truly hope that you will do the same for yourself. Make rest a lifestyle and not just a destination. Make rest an everyday habit for your life, for yourself. Make rest an everyday priority for you. What are you going to focus on as your few things this week? 
What are you going to focus on as your one thing this week? Let the Holy Spirit lead you as you go on this journey of rest with Him. And I truly pray that we will all together learn what it means to walk in the rhythms of rest in Jesus' name. Amen. Just pray with me before we go. Lord Jesus, we're just so grateful to you for a time to be able to share together. Holy Spirit, we ask that you help us to understand why you desire a place of rest for us. Why you truly want us to operate a rhythm of rest with you. Lord Jesus, we ask this week that you help us to do a real audit of our lives. Shine your light into our hearts. Help us to see those areas of our lives where we need to make adjustments, where we need to change our priorities and focus on the few things that truly matter to you. And Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will give us the grace to be radical about guarding our space, to be radical about prioritizing what matters to your heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I really hope that you have been blessed today and I look forward to having you again next time on another episode of Monday Chat with Olushe. If you have any questions or comments or suggestions, please send an email to us at hello at mothersarising.org. Have a beautiful day and God bless you.